featuring Dr. Michael Ventris and meteorologist Sean Brett. And your host, Colin Golzinski. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Fantasy Football Weather Guys. We're here at week 10. I'm joined by our on-staff meteorologist, Sean Bratton. I'm your host, Colin Golzinski. We're the Fantasy Football Weather Guys, quantifying the weather risks in sports. Good morning. How are you, Sean? Good, good, Colin. How are you? How was your weekend? My weekend has been entertaining. I got to throw hatchets last night. I, I'm, I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> how, yeah, how did you do with that? Did you hit any bullseyes? I did. I did. I hit a couple. I, uh, I'm a one-handed technique, too, I realize. I don't do the two-handed. Oh, you're just you're just advanced already. Colin. I, I I was uh, it was a little embarrassing though. I'm a little old now, and um, you know, from all the years of tennis I played, my out tennis elbow was actually acting up from throwing hatchets at a bar. <laughs> so oh man, so similar story. Actually, we went rock climbing, and I I have some arm issues trying to just and usually rock climbing not an issue, but the last couple of years I've been having some arm stuff happen, and trying to climb yesterday, I'm still feeling it. Like it was. Like, turning into your mid to late 30s is not fun. No, you're no Alex Honnold. So we're not here to no. talk about our uh, aging bodies anymore. We're here to talk about some weather, potential weather impacts in week 10. Um, you know, we are seeing very, again, keyword, this kind of been the word of the fall, potential. Um, you know, we're not seeing some very impactful stuff, but we did want to bring a couple things up. We want to talk about some rain at the... Um, <clears throat> Pittsburgh Detroit game in Pittsburgh and then the Green Bay game and then some win at the Denver um uh, shoot Philly game right Den Denver yeah Philly. Denver Philly so uh I'll bring up our weather table Sean and then um we can we will talk through it so on our website at ffweatherguys.com you can go and see our impact table and to this week we actually do have an orange so let's bring up the Detroit-Pittsburgh game. Yeah. Yeah, and this one's, this one's interesting, right? Because we just got news last night that Big Ben, Ben Roethlisberger, is out for this game due to COVID-19 protocols. So it's going to be Mason Rudolph at the helm uh, in this game. Uh, and we've, we've seen Mason Rudolph before. Uh, and he's struggled a little bit uh, in his starts. He does have nine career starts. And in those starts, he's posted like I think around an 80 QBR um, and around 200 yards on average uh, passing per game with 12 TDs and nine interceptions. So that TD to interception ratio is not great. He's throwing maybe just a little over a touchdown per game. And in this game, we're going to have a little bit of rain. And the story for this game is going to be some rain in the second half. So we don't anticipate this to be a washout, but we do expect some light rain to move into the area. And then by halftime um, and for the second half, those rain rates could pick up. Uh, for a period of time. Again, we're not expecting this to be a complete washout, but with the players that we have playing in this, already a very low over-under that's now been reduced by Vegas yeah. recently. But uh, We're not expecting a ton of points. But not as much as I would have thought, to be honest. I mean, I do want to talk about that. It's only a point-and-a-half reduction of the, the over-under, which, you know, 
as you were saying in our prep before the show, that's really not putting a lot of faith in Roethlisberger anyway in the beginning. Um, we will yeah, get to, to some of the players in our DFS talk because there is a player on Pittsburgh that seems to be getting a lot of action on DFS this week, and that's Najee Harris that seemed to be – and, you know, the, the, the quantity that he could be seeing, you know, may be his value there. Um, do, you want, yeah. do you want me to bring up yep. the weather map so we can see what uh, we're seeing with the, the pre Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't we do that? <clears throat> so, again, on our website, we also have our weather tools, and you can find our weather maps. And this is uh, game time. This is between 1 and 7 p.m. And, again, you know, the weather map is going to be updated. Um, and you can see Pittsburgh is right around here. When this was, you know, this is a little behind. It is green, but that doesn't, you know, our weather table is more up to date. So it, it is caution on the weather table and the map would show caution. Um, so just a little yeah. kind of getting our stuff in, in locked up, two different servers, you know, bear with us, everyone. But that's why we talk about it. Um, so you can see, yeah, yeah, exactly. you can see the system that's uh, up north. Well, it's like north of Pittsburgh a little bit, but right yeah, this, this system tracked over, it actually started, uh, we typically refer to these as Alberta-type clippers, and this started as a clipper system originating in uh, in Canada um, and with. tracked yep. south and east across the northern plains into the upper Midwest, across the Great Lakes states, uh, and now it's, it's centered over uh, the the central low pressures over the, the Michigan area into the, the Midwest, Ohio River Valley. And we do anticipate Western uh, Pennsylvania, where uh, Pittsburgh is located, to kind of be right on the fringe for, for game time. So we don't anticipate there to be a lot of really rain to start the game. Uh, but we do anticipate, again, those rain rates to, to pick up. And the other thing is the temperatures are going to be cold here. I mean, we're talking upper 30s. Um, with, I mean, the wind's not really going to be a concern. We're maybe talking five, 10 miles an hour, nothing noticeable there. But when you have rain, that's one thing. But when you have some cold rain, when you're talking mid thirties, upper thirties, that makes it even a little bit more, uh, difficult. So especially with these QBs, we know Jared Goff struggles in, in weather games. We've talked about this before and Mason Rudolph already a struggling kind of QB, this backup QB. Um, we don't expect a lot from him and we expect the weather to maybe make things a little bit more difficult. Um, do you want me to move to our, uh, wind map to talk about the, the Denver game possibly? Well, before we, before we do that, just quickly, if you notice Green Bay here, Green Bay is not a caution. So we're not overly concerned, but there is just a couple things I want to mention about this game. After this system passes, typically with these clipper systems, they bring cooler air masses in behind them. And sometimes the winds pick up up as well uh so again this is another game we're talking temperatures in the mid 30s maybe dropping um in, in you know into those low 30s uh because this game is a little bit later it's a four o'clock game so green bay um you know as as we go into night here those temperatures can drop and winds are going to pick up a little bit again this is not like a, a huge wind game but 15 20 miles an hour maybe some gusts peaking in there as well and that may be just enough and the reason for that is russell wilson right russell wilson is coming back from a hand injury and you know, anytime you have an injury to your your throwing arm, your hand, your shoulder, uh, and you're dealing with inclement weather, even if it's not overly extreme, there are some concerns there. Now, typically, Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson, we're not concerned. They're elite QBs. They can play in weather. We have the statistics to back that up. That's why we always try to approach this from a player-to-player, -player, position-to-position uh, basis, because players produce and perform differently in weather. But I am personally a little bit concerned about Russell Wilson coming back 
He's away in Lambeau, Green Bay, in some cold, maybe a little bit windy conditions. I'm a little bit concerned about his upside here. Obviously, like I'm playing Lockett in in one of my leagues. You're playing Metcalf. Right. Um, but I think you maybe need to limit expectations potentially in this one if that hand starts to feel the effects. Right. So, I mean, it's almost that the weather plays into it a little bit, but it's more of just coming back and returning from an injury, too. So there's a couple things that are yeah. that are that are in this game. And then I do have our yep. wind map up, so um, at 4 p.m. Yeah. So we can see you were saying that there's the 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 wind up uh, north of Denver that could create some gusts during that game yeah. too. Yeah, Denver is another area that we're monitoring. Again, we're not overly concerned, but it is interesting. Our winds out of the west um, for a period of time in Denver. Uh, again, this is the Philadelphia Eagles at Denver Broncos game. They're also playing around four o'clock. Um, and we are noticing when these winds come out of the west, there's something called downsloping. And so the winds uh, basically travel down the mountains, down the Rockies, and they can accelerate and become really gusty at times. And we are experiencing or we will probably experience a period of time, maybe three to five hours, where these winds can become gusty. We're talking 20, 25 mile an hour winds um, out of the west. And again, this isn't something we're expecting probably for the entire game, maybe only the first half. And then we're going to probably transition to some calmer winds, maybe 10 to 15 miles an hour. Uh, but there may be a period where things may get a little bit messy in this game. Now, you have Teddy Bridgewater, Jalen Hurts. You know, I know a lot of people are trending to playing Bridgewater. I still don't have a problem with that. Jalen Hurts, you're playing. He's been an amazing fantasy option uh this this year but maybe your kickers maybe you're a little bit concerned about mcmanus and jake elliott for for the um the philadelphia eagles maybe limit expectations uh with with them so Sean, uh, just kind I, of an interesting kind of yeah. effect of these wins coming out of the west you brought up a good point and it's funny when we were like well who are the kickers and i want to make sure anyone who's watching this or listening if you go on our website at our weather impact table we have the live depth charts that are loaded per game and like so example you can see you know it already updated for mason rudolph for the pittsburgh game and then if you were wondering who the kickers were um in the philly denver because i'm sorry i'm not a i'm not a, i don't haven't memorized every roster yet so i didn't know the kickers to be honest so we had brandon mcmanus and jake elliott which are on our website so it's just another nice little feature of our um our impact table and it's very helpful setting rosters and dfs lineups too to see who's in and out if you just need a quick yeah. reference uh that's so. okay and we use that all the time right where we're yeah. like, oh, who's starting in this game what's going on here who's replacing who if somebody gets injured this table updates automatically so that's actually a really uh good point um yeah and i and just to kind of rewind here just with these games, again, we want to we want to communicate that there's nothing super, super impactful this week. Probably the most impactful game is that Lions at Pittsburgh Steelers where we have some rain. But we don't expect this, again, to be torrential. But given that these offenses are struggling anyway, we may see some of the effects exacerbated due to weather a little bit more in that uh, Steelers-Lions game. Well, you took my job of doing the rundown mid-show, but thank you. And now we'll take it. <laughs> uh, we'll take it to the next part of the conversation because I want to go and talk a little bit about DFS um, with the Najee Harris play. Um, you know, I, I think there's a lot of people that are high on Najee Harris. I did not play him, um, but I'm trying to pull up his his um, his his cost. I think he was what seventy something. Was he 70? 70, 7,900. Yeah, I got I got the because I'm actually playing him in our 
in our DFS league. So again, if you want to join that DFS league, please do. You can you can join it on our website. Again, the more people we have in that, the better. We love competing with our viewers. Um, but he's become a hot pickup, right, Colin? Like yeah. this morning, I didn't have him in there. I had. Um, I actually had Jonathan Taylor in there. I had Jonathan Taylor in there originally, and I'm like, man, Najee Harris is actually a couple hundred dollars less, and I expect him to get 20-plus carries in this. I just do. You know the offense. They don't trust Rudolph. We don't even know. Maybe Dwayne Haskin comes in. We don't We don't really know. But both QBs, they're not super trusting. They do trust Harris. We know that. So I expect him maybe to get a little bit more in the passing game as well. We've seen that with Najee Harris. And so I think he is an outstanding uh, floor play uh, this week with obviously every week he has touchdown upside. Yeah. Speaking of another player from that game that seems to be getting a little bit potential is Fairmouth. Fairmouth? Yeah, there there you go. Yeah, we'll go with that. Fairmouth. Fairmouth. <laughs> the Mooth is Luth. The Mooth is Luth. That was a great joke. You know, for 3,900, there could be some quick dump passes um, just to, you know, get some points there. And I would say around the goal line, he could probably be an option if they could actually get there. But yeah, that's the that's other a, thing. Right? That's they the but. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I actually have him in our league, in our uh, in our hometown league here, and I'm actually playing him. I, I took out Higby and I put in uh, Fairmouth here just because I think he does. Now, I'm a little less confident here because I don't know how he what kind of connection he's going to have with the backups. We know Big Ben trusted him. He went to them and to your point in the red zone, but I'm willing to take that risk here because I think he's a trusted receiver. And who else do you have? Deontay Johnson and Slay may be up against him in this game. So I think Fremuth is going to have a good, a good floor in this game. Yeah. Um, again, I'm going with a bill stack, you know, and I am doing a Beasley because of his ability to, to cut through the cover two zone defense. That's where the bills were struggling and he was still benefiting a lot. Um, from that, I think the I think other teams are going to try to replicate Jacksonville's defense against them in that horrible, horrible yeah. JV game yesterday or last week. Um, <laughs> but so you're going with you're going with Josh Allen again? I am. Oof, I am. Run for punishment. You've been you. That's like what three, four weeks in a row you've been on with Josh Allen. Yeah, and I'm like 50, yeah, 50, I'm, 50, 50 on winning. Yeah. But you know. Against the I, Jets, if Mike was here, I would be I would be trying to do some side bets on this to see if he'd even take it. I mean, now we really are playing the true JV team, so hopefully we can win. But we should have won last week, so I don't know. This is a it's a frustrating. I mean, Josh Allen is great. Uh, he's just he's seventy nine hundred dollars. I was a little rich for my blood. Uh, I went down and I'm I'm getting Carson Wentz, who's been a top twelve QB, especially over the last three weeks against San Francisco. We put up 28 points in that downpour, torrential downpour game. We still get up 28 points in our league, 33 points against Tennessee, against the New York Jets, 36 points. And now he's going up against Jacksonville, the number 26 ranked team, uh, giving up passing yards at over 270. Other than last game. other than last week against the Bills when they basically – their defense looked great. <laughs> yeah, right? So that's like, hmm, that, that did make me a little bit concerned in making this decision with Wentz. But I do think Wentz comes through, and I'm stacking with Pittman. Uh, Pittman is just been on oh, he's awesome. fire yeah. of, of it. He's just getting the targets. He's gotten a TD, I think, each of the last three weeks here. Um, and that is his go-to. I mean, he is turning into a wide receiver, one not only on his team, but in fantasy. Uh, he can maybe be looked at by the end of this year as a top 12 
option. And I think that continues against the Jags. I do think Indianapolis is just going to be too good. And they're going to see what happened with Buffalo, right, in that in that last week's game. They'll make corrections. And I think this will be a strong game for, for both Wentz and Pittman. I also have Pittman in my DFS. So, yeah, I mean, kind of a quick show this week. You know, we'd like to run down again. We are seeing uh, a system that started as an Alberta Clipper coming over the, the, the Midwest and going over uh, Pittsburgh that could produce some rain in the second half of the game starting in the beginning, like we said. But, you know, the, that game, the potential impacts, maybe weather, but also maybe that Big Ben's out and Detroit's been less than good. And then um, we have some potential, again, with the wind going through in Green Bay at that game at 4 p.m. and then Denver game. So did I miss anything, Sean? Do you want to do my job again? No, no, I think I think you did. I think you did great. Yeah, and just the point, like, yeah, our bigger concern is that Pittsburgh game, right? Like you mentioned, uh, especially with the backups being in, and then only really concern really is for Russell Wilson. I would say for that for that Packers game when the Seahawks come and travel to Lambeau, um, and then yeah, like you mentioned, the wind in Denver. Um, again, we don't expect that to be for the whole game though. So um, maybe just kickers are a little bit influenced. Maybe a few passes, but nothing significant as always follow us at ff weather guys on twitter uh facebook youtube instagram but really twitter is our main way to communicate any changes you know sean sean does write an amazing blog every week i don't think we promote that as much as we should so i want to give sean a shout out and it's on our website where basically it's a rundown of what we talked about um, with some graphics and on a little some of our analytic charts there. You can see some of the quarterback weather events that you put up for uh, for golf. Well, to, to show the weather impacts that could possibly be for golf and Mason. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. otherwise it's week ten. If you haven't, if you don't have a winning record in your standard leagues, sorry because you're probably not going to make the playoffs, and I'm not going to make the playoffs. But whatever. So week ten. And- and if that's the case, join our DFS because you don't need to worry about how you did previously. It's only about this week. I so love it. It's a, join our DFS and make a lineup. Every week's a new week. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining. We'll be back next week, but follow us again on Twitter for any updates on the games this week. Have a good day. Or good, whatever. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs>